Welcome to Through the Wire episode Through the nine. Wire. Usual cast, Pierre. Yo, Mike, Derek. This is our first midweek episode. We promised it the entire off season, and now we finally bringing it to y'all. The schedule really worked out, and it's uh, a lot to talk about today. I'm excited for this episode. But even before we get into all of that, we got a huge, huge announcement. That we can't tell y'all today, but we got we got y'all for the uh, next episode. So close. Just let y'all know though, it's it's something big. It's gonna help us out. It's gonna help y'all out as listeners, and uh, y'all should be just as excited as we are. You can, you can probably hear it in my voice. You can hear from Derek, who hasn't said nothing. You can hear from Mike too. <laughs> but it, it's some big things coming, and it's thanks to y'all. I'm excited. I don't know why they so quiet. I'm excited. Hey, hey, y'all in for a treat. Hard work pays off, man. For real. So. The big thing that happened since the last time we talked is the whole Eric Blexo ordeal. He tweeted, I don't want to be here. He said he was at a hair salon. He, had, he said he was at a hair salon, but in reality, we know what the tweet was about. Yeah. He does not want to be in Phoenix anymore. He came to shoot around. They sent him home. He didn't play the, that game last night, and they got a W without him, their first W of the season. He requested to... Uh, two trades this offseason and in the preseason. They just didn't give it to him. So, I mean, for him to say, <laughs> I was at a hair salon, he funny for that. But I know Eric Bledsoe personally, and he, he was at wait, a hair salon. Wait, wait, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is news to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. So, okay, so I, I think that Eric Bledsoe deserves better than the Phoenix Suns organization. Yeah, I feel like his time's being wasted, though. For real. He's 27. He'll be 28 in December from what I read. And, um, well, he's in where his prime is, and he's in a city or on a team that low-key is one of the worst run teams in the league. We talk about the Knicks. We talk about the Bulls as some of the worst run teams. But the Phoenix Suns are there, too. Yeah, they're right there with the Kings. And that's I feel like everybody on that team should feel the same way that Bledsoe feels. Like Booker, Bledsoe. Booker Brandon has Knight. time to get better, though. He does, but I mean. And his team has time to get better. By the time he reaches Bledsoe's level, I feel like they'll be playoff team. I don't know. Because, I mean, the, the history of the Suns thus far, with Dragon Bender was a fourth overall pick, am I correct? Something around there. They had Dragon Bender, they had Isaiah Thomas, and they had Eric Bledsoe. Goran Dragic. Yeah, they had a team of three-point guards at one point. And that, they actually almost made the playoffs. That was that year they won 49 games, mm-hmm. and they barely missed it. And they fired Jeff Hornacek. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Traded Goran Dragic for what? Can we remember? Because I can't. No, they they wanted to clear uh, like playing time for all the guards. They felt no, like that's 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 guards. okay. But what what did they trade them for? Because I can't. I know remember. they got a first rounder in exchange for it. That's all I know. Okay, but uh, like that, that tells you something though that we don't know. We don't remember what he got traded for. So Isaiah I, Thomas, it, it what couldn't did he have get been traded like for? significant. Anyway. It, should, it couldn't have been significant. And Isaiah Thomas one, <laughs> I don't remember that deal either. So that that just lets you know that the, the three they had three. I would say. Can we say that all three of those point guards are top 15 PGs in the league? Can we Definitely say that? all-star yeah. caliber point guards. Yeah, um, <clears throat> whoa, for real, though, because Dragon Bender, I mean, not Dragon Bender, uh, <laughs> Gordon Dragic was an all-star. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was, and Eric Bledsoe, he's been averaging 20 for like three yeah. years now. The only reason he hasn't because he's in the West. Yeah, I mean, they had all of those. They made some deals. Gerald Green almost was six. It was, that t- it was that time where all the, like, the middle-of-the-pack point guards got traded. Michael Carter-Williams. Brandon Knight. I would not. So I wouldn't put on. Well, he was at that point. At that point, he was. Okay, who did they get Brandon Knight for? Why did they get him from the Bucks? I don't know. But I they wasted, y'all already know what I'm about to say. They wasted Brandon Knight talent. Well, he's been hurt. <laughs> Come he's on, been hurt. You Brandon, Brandon Knight need to be. Knight. Brandon Knight need to be. He, Correct he, me if I'm wrong too. 
Alex Lynn was a, a second overall pick. They had high hopes on or him. Or a fifth overall pick. He was top five. See, so, I mean. <sighs> Their GM said that, you know how they keep drafting players in the same position. They they got Marquise Chris, Dragon Bender. They got these bigs. Mm-hmm. Their goal is not to draft a team that can be good later. Their goal is to draft as many players and hope that two of them become an all-stars and then they can build around the rest. Well, okay. I mean, that's an okay idea, but for what you've done so far, that's been terrible. Because yeah. I don't even think you drafted Devin Booker thinking he would your best player it was, was an accident. Yes, he was like your late your latest pick in the draft or in, in years, which was about thirteenth, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> which could have very well been Cameron Payne because I they was considering Cameron people, Payne, yeah. uh, and, and they lucked out. They lucked out. They didn't. I don't think anybody. Thought that Devin Booker would be this good when he came into never scored more than twenty points in NCAA. Yeah, and that's probably why he wasn't like a high lottery pick. But mm-hmm. they got lucky, and he's their franchise player. They're just low key. So one for of the you worst to have, teams. let's see, Lynn was a lottery pick, top five pick. Uh-huh. Bender was a top five pick. Um, Chris was a, a lottery pick, top ten pick. Yeah. So you have three lottery picks, and you didn't hit on any of them. Oh, and Josh Jackson. We forget about Josh, Josh Jackson. Jackson. And Who Josh actually Jackson. think looks solid? And T.J. Warren. T.J. Okay, hold on. I got the draft history right here. So they drafted Josh Jackson fourth overall this year. They drafted... Um, Dragon Bender fourth overall. Dragon Bender fourth overall. Devin Booker was 13th overall. T.J. Warren was 13, 14th. Those two players are some of their key pieces, and they drafted them later in the lottery. See, if you get steals like that and you execute your lottery picks... You would be in a good situation. You would be, like they, yeah, they would be in a position to win. Then Alex Lynn was number five in 2013. Um, can you go? To, can you click on that draft for me? That 2013 draft. Yeah, I want to know who they could have taken. F- I think F- that was one of the worst Michael drafts. Carter Williams. Was that, in that that's draft. the Anthony Bennett, Oladipo. After them, the okay. Whoa, okay. There were some okay players after them. Carlos Noel, Carwell Pope, McCullum, McCullum, uh, Stephen Adams, Giannis was at 15, but nobody expected that. Struder. They there were some players after them. Tim Hardaway Jr. Some players, Rudy Gobert. Actually, this draft is not that bad. Yeah. There were some players there that they could have got. But again, it's hindsight 2020. Um, but they've just been missing. They've been missing. So after Eric Bledsoe tweets this tweet, about an hour later, we find out that Earl Watson gets fired. And now they've got an interim coach. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it's not related. They didn't fire him because of Eric Bledsoe. They just think that he wasn't the right guy moving forward. And I kind of thought that that they were going to bring in a real coach this offseason because you remember they, fi- they fired um, Hornacek was their last coach yep. and then Earl Watson was their interim coach and, and then they resigned them yep. mm-hmm. um, but let's go back to Eric Bledsoe what, what are some possible places y'all see Eric Bledsoe if I'm the Phoenix oh, you can you uh, if I'm the Phoenix Suns I'm trying to trade him to the Denver Nuggets so that I can go get Kimba Walker because uh, if not the Nuggets will try to get Kimba so I'm going to try to cancel out that trade um now, because in my eyes, the perfect situation would be to do a three-team trade, but right now the Hornets don't know how bad they are. So you're going to have to wait. Once the Hornets find out that they're not going to be a playoff team, which I think we all know that, they'll be willing to listen to trade uh, offers. And then, so I would trade him to, to Denver, and I would try to get a first-round pick, or i take that back. I would trade him to Milwaukee. 
because I heard that they were talking about Thon Maker and a first round pick. Derrick is smiling real big for y'all, so I think that's what he was thinking too. Because I was saying the same exact thing, but I wasn't saying putting Thon Maker in the deal. I didn't know who they was gonna put in the deal. But I've seen the names Michael Malcolm Brogdon and Thon Maker. uh, I was thinking, which is crazy. I didn't know that they would offer that. Yeah, that's a bad deal. If they trade both of those young pieces, no, 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 I didn't see them together. I seen them either or. I think they need Brogdon to keep that shooting now. Yeah, I like the way he. I like the way he plays next yeah. to Greek Freak. Yeah, I feel like they need him. But come on now, Dallavan Dover. Why would the Phoenix Suns take him back? The the reason I would think that they would take him back. First of all, he's on a bad contract. Okay. So, um, so this is this is the deal that I've been seeing, and I, I'm not saying I agree with it, but when it comes to the Milwaukee Bucks, people are saying Brogdon. DJ White, who they just drafted. I like him. I like him. And then Matthew Dellavedova or John Henson, one of those bad contracts. I like those for the Suns. And that's the deal that people are throwing out there. Because first of all, the Suns have no leverage. At all. They know everybody. The world knows that Eric Bledsoe wants out. So because Mm -hmm. of that, his trade value has decreased, just like Paul George this Mm offseason. So the deals that they may end up doing, it's not going to be a deal that's going to benefit them. Right, exactly. So. So that's why I would look at that trade and try to find something that we can move that could help another trade. Because if I was a GM right now and they just hired me, I'm stripping the team down. Devin Booker is my best player. He's the only untouchable player. Josh Jackson can go. I would you have you gotta you gotta evaluate all of these players and think how important they are. I guess Marquise Chris, do we really value him value him that much? Well, we're not going to trade him. It's time to start making some trades and decisions with our young talent to go get somebody that's established. And I would do what I would do is try to take our best player and make him the best version of himself. Like what the Golden State Warriors did with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Give up Monte Ellis. Go out, get a new coach, get a new style that's going to benefit our best player, and then just build the team around him just like that. The the two big teams are the Denver Nuggets and the Milwaukee Bucks that everybody's talking about. But is there any dark horse teams? Because I, I honestly read somebody thinking that they that the Orlando Magic can make a deal dealing with Alfred Payton and um, Alfred Payton and Mario Hazonia as the two pieces that they moved to get Eric Bledsoe. Because you know that the the Orlando Magic have been bad for so long, they're thinking that this may be their year. They haven't played bad so far this yeah. season, so maybe they go out and get because Eric Bledsoe. Of who? Um, Vucevic Vucevic has been tearing it up so far (laughs) And reminder They had him what 90 on the ESPN top list Yeah People like like Jonas Valanciunas Was above him Come on now Uh, But anyway um, Me personally I wouldn't do that I wouldn't I'm just so tired of Like young players (laughs) Y'all need to be getting rid of young players Not bringing them in But I mean Like you said The the value of of Eric Bledsoe Has dropped so, so low I don't know What you can really Ask for Next thing when it comes to the Phoenix Suns, obviously the fans are upset too. You know how we did the Fire Guard Packs billboard here in yeah. Chicago that I actually donated to because I want mm-hmm. to see them dudes go. You they, donated to I it? donated. I, I, I threw a know. dub to it. Just a dub. You know, okay. it wasn't nothing big. But I, I can say personally that I'm one of the reasons why that billboard went up. <laughs> how did that cross me? Where's I didn't it know that. It's right by the – it's no longer up. I don't think it, it had a – was that three months ago? I think it had a three-month run. Oh. It may be still there, and I was just in the neighborhood. I could have went to go see it if it was still there. But it's, like, literally next to the United Center, the next oh. block over. That's, so That's kind of bogus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they, they have to see that on their way to work. They do. <laughs> but they probably don't care because they know they're safe. Yeah. But the Suns fans are doing a similar thing when they have a billboard. Well, they're campaigning to have a billboard named Server Out. I guess Server is yeah. their— um, is gen- he's their owner He's okay. the owner And they said he's not fit To own this team mm-hmm. Basketball is not His number one priority So they're working Just like the Bulls fans Are working Maybe theirs can work Because ours hasn't Yeah, But maybe theirs can work You know How do you fire an owner? 
He, I mean, he would have to sell the yeah, team. Have, yeah, yeah. So um, they said he's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money since he bought it. Maybe it's time for him to just get rid of it and let somebody new take over the team that actually knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You, I buy the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm putting this out there for all three of y'all. Oh, okay. I buy the Phoenix Suns. I hire you as my journal manager. What are you doing, KB? What am I doing as a Phoenix Suns GM? Yes. Oh, my God. See, this, you, know, you know, we got this. We, we play 2K a lot. Yes, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> we play 2K a lot. Okay. First deal. So while he's answering this, y'all should be thinking. First deal, of course, we, we do the Eric Bledsoe deal. Yeah. Whatever it is. If, if, if the Denver Nuggets are throwing us Juancho Hearn Gomez, Moutier, Fareed, and a protected first rounder, we do that deal. Because I don't want cancer on my team. And it seems like Eric Bledsoe is hurting this team. They, that, they put pick, in, that pick is so important. Right. They put in Mike James in the starting lineup, and he hit a game winner in his first start as yeah. a PG. If so, we, did we talk about him last episode? Please. We, did. we, talk. we didn't. We didn't mention him at all. It was we, off camera. We, we talked about him. We did. Because we like, who the hell is Mike James? And you looked him up. And now he's doing his thing. Yeah. That's the first move I make. And then I think I just let it go from there. Let the season pan out. Let Devin Booker be our primary ball handler, our facilitator. I love that idea. And we just we just roll and get that lottery pick and we do something with it. Do you stay with Jay Chirino, who is the um, interim coach? Or do no. You look and I'm so glad you asked that because Jerry Stackhouse deserves a job in the NBA as a head coach. He does. He is the coach of the, the Toronto G League team, led them to a championship. And I listened to him on an interview. I think it was with Bill Simmons a couple months ago. And he just seems like a guy that knows what he's doing, and he deserves it. So you would bring in another rookie head coach for this team? Sure, I would. What about the name? So if, if, if that's the case, what if I throw the name Steve Nash out there? I don't know. How how much coaching experience does Steve Nash has as a head coach? You know, he's mm-hmm. done. Yeah, he's just done the consulted thing with the Warriors. But Right, but I, when I listen to Jerry Stackhouse talk, I mean, I guess he just he, he made, made me into a no, believer. No, I, I, I like it. him too. Yeah, I like him for sure. One more name, Dan Marley. Phoenix Suns legend. I saw that. I don't know much about him as far as coaching, so okay. I, 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 wouldn't, I would stay away you from him. You also said Kevin McHale. That, that was for me personally. Yeah, that's what I said. Kevin McHale, Mark Jackson, these are all guys out there that deserve stuff. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Don't, don't do it, Mark Jackson. I want Mark do Jackson in Chicago. I want him in the Knicks. He's Ooh. a former He's a former Nick. We're struggling. Hornacek isn't going to be like, it just makes too much sense. What would you do as a Phoenix Suns general manager? I don't. That's not. That's, that's not, not your type of thing. Okay, what about you, Mike? Team, man. I mean, like you said though, I'm I'm taking Devin Booker. Well, I'm gonna keep him. Obviously, that's my franchise player. I'm probably keeping Josh Jackson. And I mean, I'm just trying to move around. I'm. A, I mean, the pieces I'm gonna look for, they're gonna have to be defensive because defensive. They best defensive defender player is Tyson Chandler. And what is how old is he now? He's in near forty. Yeah, near forty is old. I, I, I would trade him to a defensive because we we giving up way too many points. Way too many. Way too to many teams that. Like the I Lakers. mean, the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers just scored almost 140, so. <laughs> the Warriors are in for 200 yeah, points. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not doing that. We're going to have to go defensively. With all the, in my opinion, with all the, if they, if someone can come in and make some right decisions for them, yeah. this could be fast. Like, they could turn it around fast. You got guys hitting the free agency market soon. Uh, time is running out. Like, Anthony Davis is on a bad Pelicans team. You have a lot of young talent. Yeah. Some picks. You could trade. You can, you can flip some guys for some picks. It's a lot of contending teams that will take a Tyson Chandler. The Boston, you think the Boston Celtics wouldn't take Tyson they, Chandler? They they had something to help Toronto. Oh. They had the one with uh, Jonas for Tyson Chandler, Jonas Valanciunas. But Ooh. I mean, it depends. Like I said, because Tyson Chandler is the defender. To exactly. Be honest. So if they do that, they're gonna have to definitely move some pieces in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spurs were interested in Tyson Chandler. They almost gave up Jonathan Simmons for him in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So like you could uh, you could get some picks for some guys, stock up on some picks, make a trade for like a Kimba Walker, like I was saying, and now you have Kimba Walker, yeah, yeah, but, Devin yeah, Booker, all star backcourt in the backcourt. Boogie Cousins is hitting the free agency market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see him going back to the Pelicans unless mm-hmm. they trade him. You know, you could throw him a max because Phoenix has money. They were trying to give it to Aldridge and Blake Griffin. And now if you can get like a Boogie Cousins, you got Kimba Walker, Devin Booker, and DeMarcus Cousins. The Devin Booker, DeMarcus Cousins, Kentucky relationship will help because you know John Calipari is going to make a phone call. Hey, Boogie, you know Devin Booker is a great player to play with. I would like to see that. And now you got uh, an all-star big man, an all-star backcourt, potential wing, Josh Jackson. You got Marquise Chris as your four. You got yeah, like that. That's just a better situation than what you got right now. But you just got to give up some of that talent and, and be okay with giving that talent up. You got to give like, up a little to get somebody. Exactly. Good. Thank you. And, that, you and that's one thing I, I think that's happening now since everybody's like teams are just getting stacked. Mm-hmm. That these young teams like the Suns and Sacramento that you can't really just wait for your players to develop anymore. That's why yeah. you got to make these moves got now. To. You got to make them hasty because you can't wait 10, 15 years to get back, you know, into like playoff contention. Yeah. They so. just got to be willing to give up that young. So as we're recording this podcast behind us, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Chicago Bulls starting up. And something that came out this last week was the fact that um, Dwayne Wade is going to be moving to the bench and J.R. Smith is going to be sliding to that starting spot. With Derrick Rose out, LeBron is going to be the primary ball handler. And Dwayne Wade has been struggling. The team has been struggling shooting the ball. So does this move make them a better shooting team? Does this move improve their team chemistry or their flow? What what do y'all think? I think that... It gives Wade the opportunity to thrive with the second unit because now in, at his age, and with the second unit, he's going to be better than most of the people he's going against. And so that way it gives him more of a this, an advantage where in the starting lineup, sometimes sometimes his matchup won't get the best of him. And uh, so J.R. Smith, with him, it just gives LeBron and better shooting around him. Mm-hmm. And it gives him a better opportunity to do what, he, do what LeBron does. Spacing. Space exactly. So, so Dwayne far, Wade doesn't provide spacing at all. Neither does the arrows. So so far this year, uh, Dwayne Wade shooting twenty eight percent from the field. Twenty eight percent, not from three, from field. from the field. He's shooting better from three than he is from the field. Thirty three percent from from the three. Wow. So he's just really like okay. So players fall off a cliff eventually. Yeah. You know. So is is. This the end of the Dwayne Wade that we know because last year he averaged almost twenty in Chicago, and now I know we're only a couple games in, but can we expect him to continue to average around five points per game this year? No, no. Yep. Hey, if, the great players know how to bounce back. If, yep, he will come alive during the playoffs though. But regular season Wade, I don't expect much from. That's him. what they. That's what they need him in the playoffs. Exactly. Right? So that's what they signed him for. So they don't care. That that second unit gonna get him going. Not because it will though. It will because I mean all his life he's been the primary ball handler. And he probably has one of those like basketball-type feels to the game where you need the ball in your hands to get into a rhythm. You can't always be off the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, but what does it say about the Cavs team? Because not too long ago, remember at the beginning of the season, they had LeBron, not 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 the coach, uh, not general manager, but LeBron. Tell Kevin Love. Tell Kevin Love. <laughs> you know, he was going to go to center. Now we had Dwayne Wade going up to his coach and kind of making this decision. Mm. So we got to see, like, Let's, he goes. So like, we saying is, is, is Tyron Newlock not doing his job? Is that, that what you getting at? I mean, I well, think. Well, we all know LeBron runs that team. Who the hell is John Holland? Yeah, they got a couple players on this roster that you, that I'm looking at, and I'm like, who who is that guy? 
But they're they're pretty strong up top. But um, yeah, I, I mean, as far as who their real leader is, we know uh, who that is. Yeah, that that goes to the thing though. You can, I mean, it's hard to tell when you have a great team how how effective the coach is. I mean, but who is really going to coach LeBron at this stage in his career? I don't know. Besides LeBron. Greg Popovich, right, nobody's really going to tell him. Yeah, and I don't even think Spurs, he, I don't think he could control Pop. But um, oh, we're going to talk about that because did y'all see that clip of Dejounte Murray? Mm-hmm. So Lamarcus all just got into a scuffle with um, he told him to hold up. Serge Ibaka and Dejounte <laughs> Murray was like, "Hold up, Pop!" And Pop took a step back. Dejounte mm-hmm. Murray, but we'll talk about Dejounte. That's Murray. my that's my guy. But we'll, okay, we'll, t- we'll talk about Dejounte Murray in a little bit when we wrap up. I think this Dwayne will make them better though, because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with Mike. It's going to give Dwayne Wade a chance to get some rhythm. Um, he's not going to be playing with Love and LeBron, who's kind of the first options. And I think the the floor will be space for Wade himself as well, because um, Wade playing off the ball with that second unit, he'll be playing probably alongside uh, Cal Corver, which would which will you know, open up Fry. the floor. Jeff, uh-huh. Jeff Green, even though he's not a great three-point shooter. Like, okay. You got to respect him out there, I think. Is Calderon going to be out there? I don't know. I don't know how much Calderon has played so far this year. He's played the, uh, the last played. game. The last game played a lot because Derrick Rose is hurt. So he's been he playing. Played, he's averaging about eight minutes per game. Okay. And That's they got blown out last game, too. So he It's the magic. Garbage um, time. The Cavs got blown out last game? It's by the magic. The magic yeah. destroyed them. Vucevic is yeah. on his MVP. We, we're talking <laughs> about some of the teams up there that are actually in, are the, in the playoffs. Are, yeah, like I'm pretty sure the Nets are, what are they, 2-2 two and two or 2-1? Two no, the, the Nets are one. my favorite team the to Nets? watch right now. They are my favorite team to Again, watch right this now. is something we predicted. We did. And that's why, again, like you said in the last episode, I'm so glad we're doing this podcast because when we're doing the un- over-under, like how many wins we think I could get, mm-hmm. I think me and you said they're going to win more games. Yes, than what we did. Rejected. Yeah, we had the Nets up and there. they're 2-1. They literally are averaging the most points in the league right now per game. Per game. With no Jeremy Lin. They've played a game and a half without Jeremy Lin. They look so composed against the Atlanta Hawks. Like, it was a close game, and they, they battered it out. Russell. D'Angelo Russell. And then uh, Demar Carroll was, was, yeah. was grindy. The, the, I ain't Ooh. seen that Demar Carroll in a while. Yeah. I, they want to win, and I, I want them to win. I want them to win, too. That's why I'm telling the Cavs, <laughs> trade that pick now. Before it's too late. Before they be, that, end up being a playoff. Oh, play my gosh. Could you imagine? The, the headlines if the Nets <laughs> make the playoffs. And the Cavs waited for that pick. Oh Man. my gosh. All right, all right. So the way talk is done. We we got over that. You might as well just jump into the DeJounte Murray since we mentioned his name. Listen, Deja- listen. DeJounte Murray is, is one of those guys I've been talking about before the season started. Sleeper guy um, that's going right. I had DeJounte Murray. Uh, Vucevic was a name I threw out there. Uh... Who else did I throw out there? I don't want to name the, the obvious pick. I think everybody kind of expected Chris Stapps to really take a jump. Um, who else? Who else have we been talking about? You also got high hopes on Lonzo. You also got high hopes on Lonzo. I think we all got high hopes on Lonzo. Mike, you got high hopes on Lonzo. I don't. Is that, is that, was that a legit question? <laughs> uh, he I'm said, trying, whoa, you said you don't. What do you mean? Again. Here, <laughs> yeah, again. Explain. Hey, please. I, I want to hear this person. I got Ben Simmons on the rookie of the year. That's fine. Oh, that's I right. do too. I about, do too. Cool. We're just talking about Lonzo as an individual. We didn't say anything about rookie of the year or anything. Just yeah, Lonzo. That's fine. You He's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right. Okay. Okay. He's gonna make that big jump in it. I next feel like year. it's uh, whatever. But um, Dejounte Murray. Let's let's talk about him. Dejounte Murray. So Tony Parker's out. So they needed somebody to step up. That's, Dejounte that's Murray's the thing. That guy. That's the thing. When Tony Parker comes out, comes back. What happens with DeMar- does he? DeJounte I feel, like, Murray or yeah. I feel like DeJounte Murray has to start. He has, he has that, to. He has they, to. Has, so the, the Spurs have found their cornerstone point guard player to that me, they yes. going to handle the keys to, to me, once yes. Tony Parker departs. I, and I said that when they 
drafted him at 29. I was wow. Yes, 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 yes. Wow, y'all really let this dude fall to the Spurs? Y'all let this happen again? And we're about to see that happen. So playoffs come around. Does Tony Parker take that veteran role and start at point guard? No, no. he only does that when DeMont- DeJounte Murray has a struggle. DeJounte Murray is almost averaging a double-double. Yes, and rebounds. And rebounds. <laughs> 9.7 rebounds. He had, what, 15 rebounds last yeah. night? 10 against 16. the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah, 16 one night, too. The, the guy the guy is doing his thing. Seven-foot I don't think span. they've ever had a good rebounding point guard. Until. They've never had a good rebounder since David Robinson. Yeah. Well, Tim, Tim, Tim Duncan was an amazing rebounder. He he made it work for. They was a, for they were always a team rebounder. Yeah, he, exactly. Good, Dejounte good Murray is the reason I'm watching every Spurs game. Yeah, I've watched every Spurs game this year. They're one of the few undefeated teams left with no Kawhi Leonard. Without Kawhi, so you don't even have to rush him back. And they beat two playoff teams in the Raptors. And last night they beat who the did Raptors? they beat? Last they beat the Raptors. Okay, they beat the Raptors and they beat the Timberwolves. Mm. They made the Timberwolves. Hey, there's another undefeated team at West though. The Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, they look, Clippers. They're looking the grind, good, bro. Man, without the grind, friendly. And Chandler Parsons is still terrible, so I'm just so surprised. They it's just, Marc Gasol, man. Is Chandler Parsons still on that team? Yeah, yeah. they booed him Twenty-three the million. night. His fans booed $23 him. $23 million. And he's still not doing nothing. And he has a problem with them booing him. And I'm a fan of Chandler Parsons, but I at this too, point— though. I would if my team if you if we were our starting four out of five and they booed you I'm like what the hell are our fans doing we're a team you know you may not like that he's getting overpaid I understand that but yeah you gotta understand that they they they're frustrated because now there's no more excuses okay last year they didn't boo you because you were hurt mm-hmm. so they didn't boo you now you're healthy and you're doing all this talking in the preseason I'm healthy this is the first time I feel no pain blah 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 and now you're just not producing basketball season is finally back and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Um, Give him some chance. Give him some I, time. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, but I can't be is mad at the Grizzlies. He's only averaging 15 minutes a game. He so that, he's not even starting. I don't, I don't think he, he started. started the season started, but, so I don't know. Maybe I, I've pretty, seen Tyreek getting more run than him. Yeah, yeah you might have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're one of the three undefeated teams left, and that's mostly because of Mike Conley and Marc Gasol have not missed a beat, even with the rest of their team basically looking kind of bad. I didn't. I don't think I predict this team even make the playoffs. To be honest with you, I didn't. Well, they came out and whooped the Warriors. Yeah, they. Everybody looked good in that Warriors game. Yeah. So then, Dylan Brooks. Clips, <laughs> Clippers only played two games, but they're still undefeated. And then the Washington Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards. The Wizards. Hey, Otto Porter. Two, I, I said it. Two undefeated. Most improved players. Two undefeated teams for my two MVP picks. Mm. You know. So Blake you, Griffin, John Wall, you know. Uh, Otto Porter has been playing good, but 
I think the Wizards. Too. So other than that, I think I, I mentioned that the Brooklyn Nets are my favorite team to watch right now. Do y'all got a, a low key favorite team that's not one of these top teams? The this I mean the Spurs are the top team, but I'm just watching for Dejounte Murray. Mm-hmm. So he's a player. Actually, I take the, I like watching the Clippers. The Clippers, yeah. I, I went They're to, top team though. For y'all that don't know, I went to <laughs> oh, yeah, a, um, a, a Bulls game. <laughs> no, the other Clippers night. fun though. Yeah, you ain't have fun at the Bulls game. I had a lot of fun okay. at the game. Okay, the game. Oh, itself, you got to show me that, that. That how much was that Zach Levine jersey? One fifty-five. Cool. No tax. Is though. it stitched? Is it, is it, it is stitched. That's what I wanted to see. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So my goal is to visit all arenas throughout my life and buy jerseys at every arena. And I started here in Chicago with Zach Levine. So now that we got this announcement coming soon, uh huh. We going to a Knicks game. I've never been to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I want to go to New York. I'm I'm a, we can make it happen. How am I diehard next to Spike Lee? How am I diehard? <laughs> yeah. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, and I never stepped a foot in Madison Square Garden. So, hey, if hey, if that's, this, that's these a, big plans, that's a big stack. Can we take a? Is it gonna be like a road trip? Or we fly? big? We fly. I ain't never yeah. flown before, but we fly. I'm not driving to New York. Big stacks in the garden with Chris Stapps. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's a vlog that's going viral. So we talked about rookies. We might as well talk about the rookie here in Chicago and Larry Marketing. So he is averaging 15 points per game, only two games. The Bulls are playing right now as we speak, so we'll, we'll see how he finishes. So fans are high on him. Fans are high on him. But I went to see him play, and I think he looks good. But just like any other rookie, he's got he's to gotta be more aggressive, man. They were giving him so much. The Spurs gave him so much. He was getting, being guarded by Powell a lot of the game, and he is a lot faster than Powell. When he when he did put the ball on the floor, he got three fouls. Two of them were and ones. And I'm like, okay, do this more often. But a lot of the times you see him at the three-point line pump faking and then passing off. Does he start? He Did he start? He did start. Yes, he well, did yeah, start. because Nico's out. Nico and Bobby Portis are both gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're both gone. And hopefully he starts when they come back. But I just, just like a lot of rookies, man, I just need him to be more aggressive. You know, I just need him to be more aggressive because nobody is going to be mad at you for taking shots. Mm-hmm. You are our team right now because Zach Levine's not playing. You're our team. The rest of the players don't really matter to us too much. Laurie, average 20, man. You can do it. Yeah, I think I think as we as the games go on, he'll he'll get more aggressive and see that. It, it, I don't know if he's not if he's uncomfortable, but I think he does. You know, over time, you get that that comfort that comfortability, even in like a real game, how we do now, like. You're not going to just go go right into it. There's very few players that do that. Right. You're right. Good point. Good point. There were a couple times where he did a pick and roll with Jaron Grant, and they switched. So Jaron Grant had Powell on him, and Ajante Murray was guarding Larry Marketing. But instead of doing what the big man should do when Take he got to the guard, block, exactly, he would stay at the perimeter. What? He would stand at the perimeter. Jerry, as, a, as a point guard, Jaron Grant would be like, hey, get your ass post, down there. Post him up. Like, no. you. But got, he didn't. What? And, it, and you know it's a little. I'm like uh, in my in my soul. I'm like, come on, man. You should you should know your basketball IQ should be like this. Dude is is seven inches smaller than me. Let me body him, mm-hmm. but he just didn't do it. So hopefully, hopefully you just you know get more comfortable and expand his game. But other than that, he you gonna know, come to it was when, fun. when they win like maybe 15 games, 15, 20 games. He gonna know he ain't got nothing to lose. As we speak. They're showing a replay of, I think, Larry Markin and knocking down a three in Cleveland. So, yeah, that's what we like to see. As I get on Twitter, uh, just to check something real quick, David Griffin says Cavs made a mistake drafting Anthony Bennett. Yeah, oh. I, I, got that, I got that notification. Early. He said that he had no, like, like no drive to want to be good. Yeah, he, had no, he, he didn't know how to get through adversity. When wow. things got hard, he left. Because in 2000, 2013 is when he was drafted. As we um, just looked at. We just Coincidentally, looked at crazy. And I, I'm going to go back. Y'all can keep talking about him, but I, I don't even think 
he was one of the top people on the draft board. You know, like when he, he was, was drafted, I was he like, was, Whoa. he was, he was to be number one though. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. I had never heard him. Of Alex, before. Alex Lynn, <laughs> Alex Lynn was one of those top people. No man, I'm looking at um, he was draft, projected to go eighth. The number one draft pick was supposed to be Nerlens Noel. What about NBA Draft.net? NBA Draft.net. With you know what? When was this posted though? Because Nerlens Noel had the injury. This this was all before the draft. So they expected Nerlens Noel to go first, even with that injury. I guess so. Um, but yeah. So David Griffin was saying somebody got some heat for it that shouldn't have got the heat for it. Um, and who was that? Somebody named Chris in their front office. I was. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's a dude named Chris. <laughs> it says Chris. He says I feel bad. Chris got the heat for it. I'm not going to pretend like I know who that is. But I'm dead. I'm dead. <clears throat> what, what, Robin what Lopez just banked in the three. I told you, Robin Lopez is shooting the three ball. <laughs> well, I mean, he, it was at the buzzer. Though. Oh, okay, it wasn't like he really just. Y'all know yeah. why though, right? His brother His Brooke brother. called him and was like, "Yo, I'm shooting these threes. You need to get in tune." So okay, I'm looking at this here. They had Alex Lynn going first. This is a projected from from uh, NBA DraftNet. Victor Oladipo, Otto Porter, Nerlens Noel. Well, you're right. Where the Anthony Bennett 10. is at ten? Why did I don't I don't know why I remember him being highly sought out. But basically, what David Griffin is saying is he's the reason. Yeah, he was sold. He was admitting that he was sold on Anthony Bennett, and later um, saw that he had no drive. That was basically somebody said on Twitter. That I was like 0-82 Here we come After we lost to the Spurs And somebody on Twitter Is like Don't worry They'll win four games Because they go against the Cavs Four times The Bulls own the Cavs True And they're up 22-12 to 12 right now We'll, we'll see Wait, how that what? go 22-12 see the score Because I'm blocking it But yeah 22-12 um, Talk about Jimmy Yeah Jimmy Butler is struggling It's no secret He's averaging 13 points Per game this year A huge step down From his 23 last year Or something mm-hmm. like that So Jimmy Butler's struggling is y'all, Are y'all saying I'm seeing people saying, well, well, the Bulls won their trade because Jimmy Butler is struggling. Come no, on now. No, um, no, he's struggling stop. because he's in a new system. Not only no. that, he has players that can actually take the ball. Who do the Bulls have? Maybe Dwayne Wade? So I'm going to throw some numbers out here for y'all. Mm-hmm. Accor- well, first of all, I'm going to just lay, this, lay some facts out. According to the numbers, Jimmy Butler is the third option. As far as shot attempts? Yeah. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is Andrew's averaging 18 shots. Yep. Wiggins is averaging 15. And Butler is averaging 14. Wiggins is shooting four. Well, Towns is shooting 59%. Wiggins is shooting 49%. And Jimmy is shooting 39%. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler just has to shoot the ball better, number one. Number two is like Mike said, he's playing with better talent. And I feel like Jimmy Butler came to the Timberwolves and he's trying to let them be comfortable. He's trying to let his young rising stars be them. And he's making it hard on himself as a true leader, which a true leader and your best player should do. He's saying, I'm going to figure out how I can be better while they still are allowed to be themselves. Um, and Jimmy Butler just got he just got to make shots and he got to get to the free throw line. He's averaging one free throw a game wow. in the first three games. He now, averaged nine last year and he's only averaging one and so far. Jeff he, Teague is averaging the same amount of points while playing six less minutes and taking six fewer shots. It's crazy. So he just has to just make shots. Well, it's only three games. And the best thing about Jimmy fight. Butler, why I like Jimmy Butler, is the fact that. He's he, still averaging two steals, so he's not letting his yeah, offense dictate his defense. He affects the game different on both sides of the ball. So. Yeah. And then, first of all, the Timberwolves hasn't been in the playoffs in 13 years. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's going to easily get them there this year. 
They're winning so, too. Carthy Towns. Well, and, but yeah, and, yeah, and I'm Wiggins. Just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying at, Jimmy's gonna be a big key to why they make the playoffs for the first time in 13 years. Same with Carthy Towns and Wiggins, but yeah. I. <laughs> they was dude. They was the they was the last year. I'm not including them. But that's, they're that's they're, the point I'm trying they're to a year right older now. though. They were there last year, so it don't it doesn't matter. Apparently, they weren't enough to get them to the playoffs, right? No, exactly. They had Ricky Rubio now, though. Now they end Jimmy. And Jeff T. Yeah, okay, multiple names you're mentioning, but I get you, I get what you. I'm just messing with you. Just giving you a hard time because I know you so, love Jimmy Butler. So back when he was on the Bulls, he looked at well, he's obviously their franchise player at the time. He was looked at more of a scorer and a playmaker. Now with the talent they have in Minnesota, you think he's looked at more as a playmaker now to be because they have the scoring with Carl Anthony Towns, obviously a Wiggins. I know I don't even want to talk about that ridiculous shot he hit. It was good. No, nah, he called. I don't, don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get on that shot when we talk about the Thunder. Yeah, I'm but I mean, uh, is he looking to be a playmaker more? Kind of. I just think he's not making shots. I seen. I watched. Yeah, I went back and he... watched his game. He's mm-hmm. playing the same. Uh, I also tracked down a, a, a shot attempts. He averaged the last two seasons with the Bulls, and they're both more than 14. So it's just a new role, new situation. Same coach that he that he blew up with. So I mean, and they still two and one. So his struggling really isn't affecting the team. Good overall. point. Good point. So and that's what you gotta love about a, a two way play. He's still gonna play that defense, like you just said. He averaging two steals. Mm-hmm. Two which steals. Is always great to have on your team. But yeah, he just gotta start making shots, man. He just missing. It happens. He's they, taking the same shots he took with the Bulls. They just not same falling. shots. Yep. Got It's basketball. Sometimes the ball the ball go in, the ball don't. That's just how it is. So we talked about the Wiggins shot. Well, we mentioned it. But we're going to move on to talk about the OKC Thunder, who came out the gate looking strong against New York, but has since lost their last two games. That last game against OKC. I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> against Minnesota. Minnesota. Against, against Minnesota. Minnesota. That was yeah. determined by four seconds. Yeah. They, they, that was unfortunate. They had that game. I'm still confident, OKC. Um, that shot, yeah. I'll live with that. Of the course. fact that Russell Westbrook gave up that shot to Melo and he hit it is big. That's tremendous for me. Um, my problem is the game before that. The Utah Jazz game. Utah. The pick and roll destroyed them. No matter if it was with Ricky Rubio and Gobert, Joe Ingles and Gobert, Joe Johnson and Gobert, they could not stop this pick and roll for whatever reason. So they're going to have to figure that out fast. Because if you can't guard the pick and roll in the West, you won't go far. And I thought they looked good defensively that first game. But, again, it was against the Knicks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, the last two games, they, they did hold Utah to only 96 points. But it's Utah. They don't have scoring anyway. And then they give up 115 against uh, the Timberwolves. So I, I was praising them on their defense the first game. But now took a step back, I guess. You hey, know? Give them some time to yeah, jail. You got, this, this is a team that you got to give time to jail. You, you got two, basically, I don't know if you call them superstars all together. But – Basically, a big three. Mm-hmm. You got to let yeah, them jail again. Okay, I mean, Carmelo is a superstar. Carmelo is a superstar. Once a superstar, always a superstar. No, <laughs> no, 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 don't say that. Please don't say that. So, Kobe wasn't a superstar. So, Dwayne Wade is still a superstar, but no, he's just you can't compare nobody to Kobe. Okay. So, you saying Dwayne Wade is still a superstar, but he's just a superstar. Was he ever a superstar? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I am joking. My last two statements were jokes. Please don't take that to Twitter. Please. It was jokes. He's going to clip it. He's going to clip it, send it to you. Like, what do you mean by this? Is Carmelo a superstar? I don't know. He's a, he's a star. Okay. He's an, uh, he was an all-star last year, so that counts as something, you know? Mm-hmm. He won't be one. Regardless, there's a, there's a big three there. Yeah, there's a big yeah. three. And plus, that's the team that nobody's going to want to face in the playoffs. 
period. OKC okay, is not Good the point. team. No and one that's why I have the Warriors not going to the finals. Exactly. Not because they're playing against OKC, but just because the competition is in the West is much higher. So that, that, that 12 and 0 start to the playoffs in the first three rounds, not going to happen. They're going to get beat up. The teams like the Timberwolves might not beat them, but if they face them, they're going to bruise them up and beat them up a little bit. So by the time they get to a team like the San Antonio Spurs or OKC Thunder in the Western Conference Finals, they'll be a little drained and, and actually have to fight. For the championship, Aldridge is gonna have to play his heart out for them to beat them. Though, hey, I'm I'm happy with Aldridge. He's been good, man. He's been really good. He's gonna play the same. All it took was that conversation with Pop and Kawhi Leonard being hurt, and that that money that they threw him. I feel like Kawhi's gonna have to play through Aldridge when Kawhi comes back. And guess what? And it's not gonna. They shouldn't do it the other way around. But guess what? What Kawhi can do that? Yeah, that's that's the difference between perfect. But I feel like you think he's on. You yeah, I don't think I don't think Kawhi has that big of an ego yeah, to not, be that. I not. think he just wants to win. Yeah. Think, think about egos. You know what he was driving. He's, he may be still driving that. That damn, Tahoe. Yes, yeah. that Tahoe. Yeah. That, that hey, old man. He, he, he got a Benz somewhere. He, he says <laughs> as long as he got the money to support his family, and he, he got a Benz. He, he got a keep he got a BMW. Right. He got one of them cars somewhere. He might as well throw one our way if he ain't going to exactly. So, okay, so with the, with the Golden State Warriors being super successful the past couple of years, people are saying that the three-point ball is ruining the league because uh, players are centers. We just saw Robin Lopez hit a couple threes. Yeah. Big man Dwayne Detman hit some threes yes, the other day. Yeah, like, people that. are expanding their range because the three-point ball is so important. But think about this. LeBron, not a three-point shooter. MVP this year, maybe. Giannis, not a three-point shooter. And now Ben Simmons. Not three-point shooter. So the people that are saying that three-point ball is in the game, some of y'all best players. I'm not saying Ben Simmons is like a top-ten player, but some of the best players in the league are John not three-point shooters. What, what helps I, the, hey, I got, a question. I got something to say, though. What helps some best uh, MVP-type players in the league, though? They're Shooting. Shooters. Shooting. Surrounded by shooters. But is Giannis surrounded by shooters though? No. Enough shooters, apparently. He has one. I feel like yeah, I mean, he has, has Brogdon, Middleton, Thon Maker, oh, yeah, They're Middleton. not dead eye shooters, but you need to be able to be respected when you outside doing that uh, on okay, that three point, point line. Point, yeah, but Giannis is also just a handful in general. Man, I like <laughs> I have not seen like I haven't watched. I don't. I think I watched their first game, but I have not watched every minute of their season. Of the Bucks. I usually just yeah of the Bucks. I usually just watch the highlights. You Me know, the too. ten minute highlights. Shout out to Dawkins. You see how many easy layups Giannis gets. The, the way they're defending him, I don't know. I don't know if there is a good way to defend him. <laughs> no, exactly. But the way they have been, they'll like give him three to four feet because he can't shoot. But that's enough feet for him to start pounding yeah, that ball, get fast enough, and once he's going he, once over he you. takes that first shot, he's at the rim already. It's over with. It's that yeah. second step that's going to kill you because. He can go anywhere he want with that step. They ain't posting up more. Yeah. I, man, that game he had, what team was that that he just played? That Portland. Yeah. The game against Portland, those last minutes, even though he missed two free throws. He fouled CJ. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> that right did. now. Well, he, he was riding his ass a little bit. I told you, he, he got to get low. Him. He wrapped around him and grabbed him and poked. I, I was not happy with two that Two great defensive plays. I didn't plays. even see the play. Foul or not, two great defensive plays. He got that steal that led to a dunk, I'm pretty sure, a fast break dunk. And then he blocked the game when it shot, basically. Mm-hmm. And he dropped 44 points, too. That not, like Shout out to the 44 points, the most important thing. The, the, the odds say that he's winning MVP so far this year, you know? No. Without a three points? You don't think he will? No. Why not? Give, give us a reason. I don't think the Bucks will win that many games for him to be up there. With you them. don't think he'll win 47 games? I think he will, but I don't think he's going to slow down. He's not going to continue this for the entire year. If he does, that's remarkable. If he does, I mean. What if, he, if he averages. So slowing down, if, is that him going to 25 and 10? I think he'll continue to average 27, 28 points per game. And 10 rebounds. Because there's nobody, there's getting, nobody getting, in the league that can stop him. 
He's Even LeBron averaging, couldn't. If LeBron can't do it, nobody can. 37 yeah, points LeBron, per game. What's the Bucks record? I think they're 2-1. and one. <laughs> um, Only loss was to the Cavs? Yeah. They're three and one. They're three yeah, their and only one. loss was to the guests. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, he'll have a great year, but I just feel like John Wall, Blake Griffin, going to do some better things. But I, I, I could be that. wrong. I, I could be wrong. Honest, I don't see that either. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just said those I could are be wrong. good sleeper picks. But the way this dude came out to play, I think he's it's it's his year. Mm-hmm. It's his year. I, I had uh, KD at the he beginning said, of the season. He said he wants it. You know why this is also his year? It's, we don't vote. Yeah, we don't vote. So I mean, people would prefer to see Greek Freak win it. Over a Blake Griffin and John Wall story is better. Dad just died. Milwaukee isn't a big market, so I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, they get they get the picks. So. As a team, their point differential is just .02. So they've won three games, but they've been close games. You know, they're not they're not winning like Toronto, who's plus minus is a uh, plus fifteen. You know, they're blowing teams out. That's the question too I have for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So if we were all a team, us four, and just anybody, John Mason was a fifth. Shout and out to John and Mason. Y'all were all like, we all having fun together, right? But, damn, my stomach growling. We all have fun to win. I mean, we all have fun playing together, but we not winning. Mm-hmm. What role, what, what would that do to you? Would you it, want? It depends who I am as a person. I mean, if you ask me personally, I'm I want to win. So, what but would you do? I would. It you want to win, but you're playing with people that you like playing with and you're having fun. I'm gonna admit this is what happens. Hey, you know what's yeah, funny about that's, this? I was better reminded about this pro air team. I left that team because we weren't playing well. Listen, I came to, okay. back. pause this. Okay. Our record uh-huh. in pro was thirty and ten at the moment. Okay. Amazing record, yeah. right? I like okay. it. This man leaves the team and says, "I want to play for somebody better." He joins a team that's twenty and zero. Okay, so they're you're twenty like Durant, and zero. Durant, Durant listen, they're twenty and zero. <laughs> He joins their team. They lose they, their first okay. game. The, fir- the game he played, they lose. Kick him off the team. And mm. he come back crawling. I will, First of all, all right, a couple things to say about this. I wasn't crawling. <laughs> I wasn't crawling. It's just it's the, con- the convenience of it. And they my homies, obviously. But two, that wasn't my fault we lost that game. Whose fault that's, was That's it? what you can say. But, but, I mean, he has a point. He said hey. if it's a change in the lineup, then exactly. obviously something's wrong. Exactly. If your team is undefeated and then you make a you make a, a change to your lineup, that lineup is ultimately probably the reason that you lost. Mm-hmm. True, and I'm and this goes back to what he said. It depends who you are as a person. If you, I'm asking everybody here as individuals. If you need, if you feel the need that as long as you having fun and you are doing what you enjoy, you might not care if you lose. I ask game. because of the Raptors. I know yeah, the, I know. the Rosen I know and Lowry. The Rosen want to win. I know. I, I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm saying I know him and Lowry are homies. Yeah, but that's not working. So. If okay, if we were all on the team, we're talking about like NBA, right? Yes. We, we're not talking about YMCA league. No, we're talking about all of us. You, no, you said I, I'm a loyal dude, man. I will stick with my boys, and hopefully, we can improve over time. That's that's just who I am as a person. No, 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 no. I'm saying if this is our fourth year together, uh-huh. and it ain't been working, what are you doing? Because obviously, yeah, you're not after the first year or two. We trying to grow. We got potential. We're not going to run away. But I'm, the I'm Raptors have been boys. doing this for about five See, that's, years. That's now. what I'm saying. He, I'm sticking with my boys. <laughs> He loyalty. I, I want to win. You know, which what I doesn't mean? make you unloyal, but it just means you want to yeah, win more. I mean, hey, hey, we yeah. can be friends. Ain't nothing saying that if we on opposing teams, we can't be homies. But the reason I ask this is because I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is something that you would have to really, you know, exactly. sit down and think about heavy. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I don't know. I, in real life, if you I do like, know I'm what I would about do. this real life wise, I just like playing with y'all. To well, be honest with y'all, look at D Wade and LeBron. They, they didn't take they it back personal. together. 
Yeah, but I didn't see that coming when they when LeBron left. Yeah. So with all the rookie success, some of the top guys being Ben Simmons, De'Aaron Fox, Larry Markin, Cal Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Mike James, Dennis Smith Jr. These guys are starting off the NBA careers really, really well. And then you got the number one pick in this year's draft, Markel Foltz, struggling. Now we found out today. Well, we knew that he had this shoulder injury, but we didn't think it was that. That well, what's the word I'm looking for? Big of a di- big big deal. Exactly, because he was playing through. He's exactly. a Philly. You know they <laughs> the we, they baby players. You got a sprained ankle, you're out for a month. You I'm, feel me? Yep. But that shoulder obviously meant something big because they drained it. They drained yeah, his well, shoulder. And I cannot imagine what that feels like. Y'all know I had uh, shoulder surgeries, you know. I've I've been through shoulder surgeries, and I cannot imagine. There was a clip on Reddit of he had he wanted he did a jump ball. You know, he's a right-handed player. Mm -hmm. And the shoulder that's messing with him is right-handed. But before before he did the jump ball, he was testing his shoulder. And then he decided, nope, I'm going to jump ball with my left side because my right shoulder does not work. And they Mm -hmm. said it was he can't even raise his arm to shoot the ball successfully. And maybe that's why his free throws are so bad. Yeah, and that's crazy that this came out today because one of our supporters, Dean, DM'd me and asked me to ask the podcast how long do I think it it will take for the – Markel to start rolling and getting comfortable. Now with this, you don't really know <laughs> exactly what's exactly wrong with his shoulders. I, mean, I don't know. They said he had some like intense pain he was playing through or something. Yeah. So. They just they said that they really couldn't find what's wrong with it. So they drained the fluids and they're hoping he's going to visit a specialist. Is what they they said. He's been wearing that little black ago. tape all season too. Yeah, I'm that black sure. tape actually really works. I use that. Oh, yeah, I seen you hooping with it. Um, yeah. But. And people are like, why was he playing? You know, why he's our number one pick. Why we have him out there playing when he's obviously injured and he can be hurt? And you can't more. say because you want to win because you're not playing Joel Embiid. So, but he's not. He y'all all I mean, over the place, Philly. So with this injury, what about that trade to trade up? You know, they gave up two first round picks for him. You know, so you think about it. What they had the third pick. The third pick ended up being with uh, Jason Tatum, right? Would Jason Tatum be a better pick for them or somebody else besides, you know, if they didn't trade off for this number one pick at the number three, would there be somebody on this list that probably would be better for them than, than uh, Markel Fultz? No. You don't think so? No. Unless you trade the pick for an actual, like, all-star player. So Dennis Smith Jr., a guy that, that kind of fell on the board, De- De'Aaron Fox, you don't think they substitute them and the team's better? With Ben Simmons, no. Wait, no, Ben Simmons would still be there. You no, said I'm with, saying with yeah, him. playing alongside Ben okay. Simmons, De'Aaron Fox, no. Dennis Smith Jr., no. Larry Marketing, yeah. Ugh. I mean, I guess, I guess yeah, that, that kind of would work. I mean, but. He'd be a stretch forward, but you wouldn't take him with the third pick. You would trade down, obviously, to get him. But let's say, so you're saying that Markel Fultz fits with Ben Simmons? Because I don't even think that, I don't think, even think that really works. I like him because in my mind, Markel Fultz is a shooting guard, not a point guard. A shooting guard that's not a shooter, you know. He's I, like James Harden. No, no. Yeah, he reminds me of James Harden. No, James Harden. Did y'all watch Markel Fultz last year? James Harden can shoot. What are you talking about? Honest. What's, when, who when was you his comp- comparison? Was it Damian Lillard? James Harden. It was. It was. I saw Damian Lillard. Yeah, I saw James Harden. Either I don't. I don't think this is. I think he's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna be fine as far as long as as long as his career goes. But it's right. gonna be a setback. But the thing about these injuries, though, I mean, it's his arm. He can still practice, not practice, but he can strengthen his arm and uh, his left arm and his legs, which is ultimately gonna help him because. All he's been doing is jabbing aggressively to the paint. So if he can get his core better, it's only going to help. Oh, man. We're going to have – you can wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to the first weekday episode. Anybody else got something to say? Big Stacks Brazingas on YouTube. Drop the behind the scenes for the podcast. Y'all ask me to keep doing it. I'm making one right now as we speak. Like, favorite, share, subscribe.
We got some big news Be- oh, coming man. up. So please, MJ is back as well as King of the Fourth. Of so course. Down. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell good, your good point, man. Tell your like, if you like the pod, share it to a friend. They have them share it to a friend. Yes, because I seen you retweet a guy who made the, the tweet of the year for through the wire. Said so he listened far. to it with his dad, and his, his dad, dad is a fan. Shout out to that dad. Shout out to you. That's your homework. That's your homework, y'all, to get somebody else to listen to us. Get us a new fan. Improve it. Yo, hey, listen. Matter of fact, if you can if you can share it, the podcast with somebody and they can say that they listen and prove it, I will follow you back. Mm. Big Stacks for Zangus or, or Pee Wee the Plug on Twitter. It's all in the description. Thank y'all. Peace. Adios.